Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Try See Something with Taylor McCarley. The dope song that played in the intro and also featured in the outro is called We Can Make It by Dayon Green, featuring the count. You could go ahead and get that song a listen if you were feeling it. It's available on all streaming platforms. Once again, the name of the song is We Can Make It by Dayon Green. Now it's time to get into this episode. And on the first episode, I'm joined by some pretty dope people. I have my friends Julia, Constantine, and Carlos joining me, and we will be discussing communication. I think communication is the root of most problems when it comes to relationships, not even like just romance relationships, but relationships with friends, family, all types of relationships. I believe most men and women communicate completely different. So on this episode, we'll dive into that and talk about how that plays a role in relationships. We'll also get into how to communicate when having arguments and disagreements and what to do when someone's communication style doesn't fit yours. But before we get into everything, I want to go ahead and let you all introduce yourselves. You can share what you do, what you like to do, whatever you want to share. It's up to you for real. The only thing that's mandatory, though, is you got to let the listeners know which character you're most like and think like a man to kind of give them you know, a little perspective of where you might be coming from. But I'm going to go ahead and give you all a little second to ponder on that think like a man question, because since this is the first episode, I'm going to go ahead and introduce myself first. So once again, I'm your host, Tella McCarley. I currently work at a nonprofit organization as a case manager. I'm a former hooper. I played basketball most of my life. So I enjoy watching sports. i uh, huge Dallas Cowboys fan, as well as the Atlanta Hawks. I like to spend time with friends and family, watch my favorite movies and shows. Hence, the thing like a man question is definitely one of my favorites. And I like to shop. And to answer that thing like a man question, I will probably say I most like Taraji in the movie, who was the independent woman. And with the women in the movie, it's kind of different compared to the men because they don't really have a category, I guess, that they fall under. It's more so Taraji was the independent woman. Regina Hall was the baby mama. Megan Good created like a 90-day rule to kind of stop herself from dating players. And Gabrielle Union was with the dude for a long time in a committed relationship, but she wanted more and she wasn't getting it. So I would definitely say I'm most like Taraji. So yeah, now it's on y'all. First of all, I didn't know we had homework. I didn't see anything like a man in like four years. So she played all of us with that one. I'm screaming. <laughs> Look, when she said when she said we got time to uh, figure out our character, I was like, okay. Look, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm Googling all the characters right now. He's all the right now. Wait, I'll give you the male characters. We have Terrence J. He was the mama's boy. Zeke was the player. Michael Ely was the dreamer. And, oh, his name was Jeremy on the movie. He was the non-committer. Then we had Kevin Hart, the divorce guy, and Gary Owens was the happily married man. All right. I think I'm a good mix then. I'll go with Michael Ely because he's a dreamer, and I feel like you should have dreamed life to do better than for yourself. But Michael Ely was broke in that movie. And the reason why I say that is because a real dreamer or a real hustler is never broke. Mm, so. That's not true. That is not true. Most dreamers are broke and they feel, fulfill their dreams because they keep chasing them. And you sometimes you go broke doing that. Mm, there's levels to it. There's levels to it. But yeah, I'm Carlos. I'm also a Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, I work in tech. 
I'm a cybersecurity consultant. I'm not going to say for what company, but it's a big tech company. I'm a, a prior service academic marine. But yeah, football and cooking is my passion. And so is talking a lot of trash, which you all will hear very much of. Oh, that's funny. Okay, uh, who next? You want me to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I'll go ahead. Uh, what's good, everybody? My name is Constantine. We doing with the Think Like a Man character first? Yeah. I'm going to go with Michael Ely just because I do consider myself a dreamer. Oh, y'all um, so cute. Scream it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say I was broke like he was in the movie, but I've been in school for a little bit. So that did hinder my, you know, income making ability. So I will say that not too long ago, I just started really, you know, working and being able to like build financially. For work-wise, I work in environmental slash public health in that sector. Just moved out to Minnesota not too long ago for a job. Learning a lot of things, being out here in the middle of nowhere. But it's all for the best. It's all for the best. We're making plans on uh, coming back. So that's where I'm at right now. All right, cool. Julia? All right, I guess it's on me, yo. All right, so what's up, guys? I am Julia. Okay, so if I was to... uh, This is embarrassing, screaming. But... My person, <laughs> I think I'm making good screaming. And I, and I say that because I don't feel like I've been played a lot, but I feel like I've talked to a bunch of people who kind of have the characteristics of the guys that she was going with as far as like, I guess, being confused sometimes or not knowing like what they want, but then they're realizing it like later I don't I never really had to enforce any three month rule. But yeah, I guess I'm making good. And just a little bit about myself. So I work with nonprofit. I do direct mail marketing, but I also own my own business. Pretty much it's a boutique PR firm. Do listed conversations if you need those services, screaming. And then what else? I guess everybody did talk about how they're a sports fan. I don't care about sports. So that's one fun fact. I don't care about sports. And that's just what it is. I do. What do I like to do? I low-key. I write poetry on the low. Screaming. Taylor probably going to laugh. But Taylor, no. That my poetry is good, though. But, (laughs) (laughs) But, and, oh, I love comedy and I love to laugh. So anything funny, yeah. I think that's it. All right, so everybody sit back, turn the volume up, and get ready as we try to see something. All right, we're going to go ahead and get it started. So I want to start it off with how men and women have different communication styles in general. I believe one of the biggest differences are women just wanting to know more details about things compared to men. And I kind of feel like men tend to be pretty broad in their answers. But I think small things like this can potentially create some conflict within a relationship, especially if you're unaware of your partner's communication style. Because I feel like something like just wanting to know more details about a situation can come off as interrogation or, you know, a person asking too many questions. But if a man gets defensive, a female might feel like he might be hiding something. When really, it might not even be that serious. It might just be the way that a person is used to communicating with their partners. So what other differences do you all think there are between men and women? And how do you think it plays a role in relationships? I agree with that. Like There are different ways we communicate. And I feel like it's partially because 
yes, women do want to know more and men are very broad, but I feel like it's how I perceive uh, the transfer information when you're when you're on the receiving end of that as a male is like you're trying to catch me in something when I'm not doing anything. Or if I tell you we're doing X, Y, and Z and something else happens, for example, say I'm in a relationship with a woman and I'm saying, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my bro. We about to go to go to Top Golf or something like that. And we go to Top Golf, but we end up going to the bar and we end up going doing something else. If I didn't tell you we was doing all that, you're like, oh, you lied to me. I'm like, wait, just because I didn't tell you everything we did, like, how does that turn into me lying? Like, sometimes being broad is just because you don't know exactly what the day. Like, for me, I like planning things out, but I'm also very big on letting things go with the flow. So I can be like, I'm going to chill today. And then my bro may pull up and it's like, all right, guess we going bar hopping. Like, the day can evolve at any point. But I don't feel, I don't want to feel like it's, it's my duty if you will to check it like i'm obligated to do it like yeah if you're my girl and i'm texting you i'm probably gonna let you know yo we, we at the bar we doing x y and z but i don't want to feel obligated to do it either because then it feels like it's feeling more like a chore than a relationship in my opinion so i feel like i feel like i agree with your point carlos but i also you know from the female's perspective so let's just say like as you're you know when you're like talking to someone you're not their girlfriend or not your boyfriend yet like as a, as a woman, we're not going to, well, most times in my opinion, we're not going to like spring a whole bunch of stuff on you because like you're not our person. So it's just like that will throw a person off because that would throw me off. Like if a dude that I'm getting to know, you know, it's one, it's one thing to just be like, you know, I like this. I don't like this. You know, when y'all getting to know each other as far as conversation. But like if that guy that you're talking to is kind of like out of touch for, you know, two hours or three and they'd be like, oh, sorry, like I did this and that. You're not going to be like, oh, da 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 da, because that's not your that's not your due. So you don't have you don't really have that right. You just have the responsibilities to either be like, you know, okay with it, or if it was like if y'all moved to the stage of where it was kind of disrespectful, then you say that. But so basically, I said all that to say sometimes when you move to the next stage of being in a relationship, with someone the communication dynamic changes. And you see more of what a person probably wanted as far as communication style, only because they're not going to give you all that while you're in the getting to know you stage, because it just seems it's too much for the position that y'all at right now. It just doesn't make sense. It might come off kind of crazy. So if you're my person and we're together now, and like you said, the day might change. I think it's just based off the relationship, like you said, that y'all had with each other, because I don't think none of my dudes think it would be okay for me not to hear from you for a bunch of hours and then like you'd be like oh you know unless you got pulled over you know something happened where you just can't get in touch with me especially if i already communicate with you that just seems kind of weird because of course females natural response is to kind of worry after a certain amount of time but if you was like living your best life and you just didn't even like let her know that actually you was just at the bar and like you wasn't paying attention to your phone it's been like four hours since you connected when you're supposed to be doing one thing top golf hours is closed but you out in the streets, it just don't even make sense. So I feel like that leaves room for somebody to be upset, although they might understand it. I can see why shifts. I feel like I can see why disconnects happen and people don't like see each other's standpoint because from your instance, you're feeling like she coming off attacking you. But from your instance, you're like, yo, like I was just having a good time. I wasn't paying attention to that. So I feel like I don't want to say you need to communicate, but like I think that if you understand that most women would just like an FYI, and just automatically do that, I don't think it would have any problems, but I think sometimes women do more of the things that men like than vice versa because 
I think we innately want to please and make sure the things that you want are done. But I sometimes think it's actually real work for you to be like, I need to do this. And I think sometimes it's not that you don't want to do it, but it's not second nature. So you just unintentionally not think of how important it is to her. And when she doesn't feel like her needs are taken seriously, like you like, that's not a big of a deal. But to her, it's a big a deal. I think that causes rifts in the relationships. And those just keep adding up until it's like a bunch of things. And she's saying things that probably don't make sense just because she hurt off the last incident. But yeah, that's just me. I feel like, Julia, you, you, got it. you got it pretty correct. I think from the base of everything, you know, men and women just have like a different communication style. Like it wasn't until I learned this, like maybe two years ago, I was in a library with my classmates and um, I be studying for hours, hours, hours. And I was like, y'all might as well give me some food. Like y'all hold the, hold the table down. I'll be back. It's that and during when I had got back, they was like, yo, what you get? And I was like, uh, it was like three of them. It's three females. And then my man's was with me. And uh, he was like, what you get? I was like, hibachi. And all at the same time, they was all like, yo, but what you get from hibachi? And I was like, oh, like, I didn't even think that, you know what I'm saying? I had to go into further detail and tell you exactly what I wanted. But I think at the base of everything, it's just the way we communicate with guys. Like when we talk to our boys, you know what I'm saying? We don't care about all that. Mm-hmm, you know, like, mm-hmm. boys not going to be like, yo, well, what you get from hibachi, my boy? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like that, you know, whereas females, they might be, more detail oriented and like mm-hmm. more interested in knowing what exactly so I was like really all at the same time like in sync was like yo well what did you get from the party and I'm shook I'm like looking at him like yo and it wasn't until that point where I was like damn like y'all really like detail you know yeah. what I mean and I think going into what you know you and Carlos was talking about I think it's more it's just uh being considerate thing you know like if I'm out we're going to use a, the top golf situation we I'm going out to go do top golf with my boys and um you know my other man decides to come he's like yo let's let's hit this bar first or afterwards i think it's more just being a considerate thing like hitting up your partner and being like yo well this is what we about to do next like you know i think it's more so just it's not even necessarily has to be like a chore that you don't you don't have to look at like a chore it's just like yo because i look at everything like the way i communicate with my brothers like i love my brothers to the core you know what i mean so it's like yo like you don't gotta tell me everything but i just let me know something, you know what I'm saying? Like, just let me know. And I think that's just kind of like being considerate. Like your partner know, like, yeah, we about to slide here. Not being sneaky or nothing like that, but you know what I'm saying? We decided to hit this bar next because I wouldn't like it if, you know what I'm saying? You was out with your ladies and y'all was sliding somewhere else and I ain't know about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, like, because I think that raises suspicion. It's like, yo, like, you didn't feel the need to tell me? Like, it's kind of... It's kind of strange that you're moving funny like that. So I think it's just really just letting somebody be in the loop. I like how you said all the uh, females was like, but, wh- but what did you get? And that made me think because honestly, I had been like, I guess I won't say targeted, but like one of my past partners had brought up that I asked a lot of questions and I'm like, I'm not trying to come off as I'm questioning you. Like yeah. I have these same conversations with my friends. I'm like, if I was to like call Taylor or someone be like, you know, she's talking, I'm like, okay, but like, you know, what was that? And she don't see nothing. She sees it, me being interested in the conversation and wanting to know more about whatever it is that she's talking about. Not me trying to come off as interrogating. And I'm just like, I didn't know a question is to a man, I feel like a question is an interrogation instead of them seeing it as like, oh, I'm just trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah. What, it, what is it? Yeah, and it could come off that way simply because I, it's like take yourself and put it in our, in our shoes, right? Like 
if I'm in a room full of my boys and we just chatting, it's like, we not asking all those detailed questions. So like we get accustomed to that. And let's say you don't really, you know, have too many female friends. You're not used to that. So it's like, when here comes this new person that you talking to or whatever, they like, well, what you do there? You're like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. So it wasn't until that moment when all three of them questioned where it clicked for me. And I was like, yo, now nah, females really just be wanting to know, like, the small intricacies of, you know, whatever. It may sound simple, but, like, you don't have that aha moment. You don't take it as, like, damn, like, I'm being interrogated right now. Like, but no, nah, it's just really, like, they just want to, they're curious. Like, they be more curious than we are. Yeah. You know, guys, you can give us a one-word answer. We'd be like, oh, we're all right, but we really don't care like that. But females, they not, y'all different. But I would be like to my uh, past wife, I'm like, oh, like, why did he do that? He's like, I don't know, Julia. Like, I wasn't asking all that. I was like, oh, I would have I would have had all these answers. Yeah. I would have grilled. I'm like, what's this? What's that? And I'm like, we don't ask all that. He like, he tell me what he said. I'd be like, okay. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah. Do y'all think if it's not like started off from the beginning, then it's less likely to happen. Like kind of like what Carlos was saying, like say you're talking to somebody, but you know, you're the type that kind of want to be let known if, you know, they're going to be MIA for a few hours or they're going somewhere, you know, you just want to be put, you just want to know, do you think you go from talking to now you're in a relationship, but y'all didn't do that while y'all were talking. Do you think now it's less likely to happen because it wasn't set in stone when you guys were talking? I feel like for a man, yeah, because definitely I've done that before and they'd be like, you never had a problem with it. And I'm just like, well, you know, it wasn't my place to have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then honestly, sometimes I feel like if something happened while we was talking, I definitely have no problem raising up like, oh, like, why you ain't hit me back? Like, I was worried, like, you know, so yada, yada, yada. So I feel like things shift and I get the kind of what I asked for. But then I feel like sometimes when you get in a relationship, you kind of get comfortable and you're like, well, you know. Maybe she was feeling that way because we wasn't solid or something. Like, we wasn't a, a thing. So, like, now I can, like, possibly revert back to the character as in, like, I'm not giving you FYIs. I don't know. That's me assuming. I don't know. But I feel like if a person doesn't make it a priority to start doing the things that you find to be beneficial, it's going to feel like a chore. But, like, sometimes things have to feel like a chore for you to become a habit, to make the relationship better. And I think sometimes that just don't happen. I don't know why, but it just don't. I feel like it's the whole importance of this episode, communication. I think, you know, when you go from this, certain times in which you introduce certain things, you know, of course, you can let somebody know something up front, like in a, in a most respectful way, right? This is what I will stand for. This is what I won't put up with. Right. I think progression is important in the way you progress and um, the way you communicate your wants and needs. I know up front, let's say you start talking to somebody. Yeah, I've been talking. And first of all, how do you even establish when exactly you're talking to somebody, right? So it's know, like the progression, it's important to like really pay attention. And I think that's where communication, you know, becomes so important because let's say like Taylor was talking about like, yo, like, you know, it's important to let me know that you're going to be gone. You're going to be MIA for a little minute. I don't think you can let somebody know that right up front when you're talking to them. Like, cause you kind of want to let them move how they move. Like right. if you start, you know, putting all these rules on somebody, you know, all early on day one. Yeah. It's going to scare them. It's, 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 it's too scary. much. Exactly. It's too much. Exactly. It's too much. And if you know like that early stage where you've got the butterflies and everything, you start doing a little bit more like, all right, I like this person. I think I like this person. I could, she talking about she want me to do this. I'm going to try it. Yeah, and then yeah, next yeah. you know, like that's, it's not, it doesn't become a habit. It falls off. 
so it's like you got to progress naturally so first i think it's important to like you know see how they move in a natural environment you take mental notes like yo you know like that shit kind of iffy to me but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let them cook right now i'm gonna let them cook right now and then when you hit a certain point i don't know how many months that is i think that's a good conversation to have but like you hit a certain point like two three months where you start like all right this is or one month two months i don't know depends on the person i think the way y'all communicate with each other is important uh you have to know like nah this is what if if we want to if we want to become serious this is what i mean yeah and that's where communication comes in place because you have to learn how to be able to explain to them what your wants and needs are and then to receive it properly and be receptive for what you want and need for sure i agree with that also talking about like men and women's different communication styles i do feel like women are less likely to take accountability Hell yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Are you being serious, Taylor? Hold on. I mean, I don't think anybody likes being wrong, but I do believe that women are less likely to take accountability. For sure. There's a meme that came out a couple of days ago that really that really struck me. It said, um, when when you're in an argument, when you're wrong, you're wrong. But when a woman's wrong, why are you yelling? <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, I definitely have said, why are you yelling? <laughs> We've been in many arguments over the years. Honestly, I think, you know, that's, I guess that's true. It took a lot for me to be accountable about what you just said. Cause I'm like, is she serious right now? What's good with her? But now that I'm thinking about it, usually when I realize I'm wrong to my partner, I just start smiling. <laughs> yo, that should be getting me tight. Like, yo, what are you smiling at me for? Like, I'm not even going to say to yell or nothing, but for me, right? If I'm wrong, I'm going to hit you with the damn, yo, my fault, my fault. You right, you right, you right. <laughs> no, but every woman, yo, I remember my last relationship. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but like, yo, whenever, like, you know, we say we have a conversation and she's dead wrong, nah. The conversation <laughs> will just end right there. I'm like, yo, can I get a, my fault? I was wrong. Like, you was right. Nah, I ain't never get that joint, yo. Or it'll come days later. When it come days later, I'm like, yo, I forgot about it. Like, <laughs> you going to bring it up now? Like, come on. But for me, I'll be just like, yeah, nah, you right. My fault, my fault. I'm wrong. Dang, I feel like I just got red. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny as a mug. (laughs) All right, this is the perfect time to transition over into communication styles when arguing and going through problems. What kind of person would you say you are, and what is your reasoning for wanting to go about problems in that way? Is this another movie? No, 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 this is you. Like, I think... Like usually some people like to talk about things right then and now while others would like to like take a second to reflect or whatever. I wholeheartedly think you need to take a second and reflect. Personally, I don't like coming people with problems. I like coming people with solutions because I feel like some people can help you with problems. But, you know, I like coming up with solutions before I tell somebody my problems. Well, arguments, I don't like arguing with people because I feel like what does that ultimately bring me? Like what is us wasting time like having this debate over like if I'm if we're having a discussion and I'm right or wrong, cool. But us arguing are just two people trying to enforce their yeah. opinion on one another. Don't argue in public because at that point, it then becomes a matter of you aren't trying to get your point across. You're trying to make sure you don't look stupid for other people. And I feel like once you get that mentality, nothing productive comes from it. But I feel like when you take your arguments or disagreements and you do that in private, then it gives you time to, one, solidify your train of thought or possibly even try to understand what you're 
significant other is saying. So when y'all do come back and have that conversation, it's like, okay, I think I see things from your standpoint, or this is my interpretation. But doing stuff in the heat of the moment like that could possibly lead to worse being said that shouldn't be said. And that's how a lot of like arguments continue mm-hmm. on because you say something that triggers the other person. So that kind of gives you time to kind of get your thoughts together. I agree. I feel like I'm a person that kind of like to think about stuff before I say it in general, but I think it's important to like, you know, not spend days of whatever you are disagreeing about. Cause that's kind of wild, but like maybe taking an hour or so reflecting on what it is that you want to say. Cause like Carlos said, when you talk about things directly, I feel like a lot of things that shouldn't be said are said. People are usually yelling or someone's yelling. And then people might even be talking to you in a way that you don't want to be spoken to. It's just, Mm -hmm. I think it might become, it has a potentially to become more disrespectful than what it has to be. So screaming, I am the type of person who likes to have uh, conversations ASAP. I, I don't, but all my partners like to take time. And it's very annoying because, I mean, it's not annoying. I'm like, I respect them for wanting to take some time, but I'm just the part, I'm just the person who likes to get to the solution immediately. Like if I feel like I wronged you or you feel wronged by me, I want to make it better ASAP. Like, I don't think you need any time because I'm trying to make, I'm trying to fix it. But I mean, knowing that I can't, force people to operate how I operate I've had to sometimes like instill like a window like out of respect because like some of my partners have been the type that need think it's gonna be okay for like six hours of not communicating that's not that, that ain't happening I don't know in what world but not the one I'm living in so <laughs> so I'm like oh it's, it's definitely I'm like okay since I'm the type of person who likes to like work through things immediately. You like to take a moment to like process your thoughts, things that you want to say. I think we have to come to a compromise here and you can have two to three hours. But after that, we're talking. That's it. I don't care. It's, you're not getting longer because that. I just feel like that prolongs the situation and you don't need past three hours to figure out because usually none of the situations warrant any like thing that needs to be not talking for like a day or something. Like it just, no. It might be like things that we weren't seeing eye to eye on and it probably escalated, yada, yada, yada. But I think it, when I was younger, in my younger days, I was definitely like off the rails as far as like the things I would say. So like I would just say crazy things, kind of like provoking, so mad to speak. Mad disrespectful. Mad disrespectful. Yeah, I can be mad disrespectful. <laughs> but like I would come for your character when it wouldn't be true. I mean, I'm just being transparent. I'm not going to lie. You said it wouldn't be true? No, it wouldn't be true. Damn, she be out there violating. Yeah, I mean, but that's the part of growing up, though. Like, I'm not going to act like I've been perfect in my relationships from forever. But I feel like growth is recognizing your flaws and, you know, being able to realize that that's not how you communicate effectively, especially when you want the other person to kind of understand where you're coming from. You're not going to get that if you're attacking them because they're no longer even. And most of the times what happens is they are wrong and I'm right. But by the way, I handle it. I'm now wrong. And what I was mad about is not even valid because I topped it with something, you know, horrible. So now it's like, I can't even get my solution resolved because I went a step further to make a new problem that should have never happened in the first place. So with all that being said, I like to talk about things immediately 
But because they don't, I give a two to three hour window for you to reflect and we need to come back together and talk about it. And most time that works because you they understand that I need to talk about things immediately. So you can't think I'm going to be okay with all day not talking because that's going to make me believe that you don't really care enough about the relationship that you don't want to work on a resolution. So compromise is key when you got to figure out how everybody's communication style is. So, yeah, that's me. I feel that. I would say, like, I'm kind of the same way. I'm not really, you'll never catch me arguing because I feel like when you argue and you kind of come in at a standpoint of whatever you believe, like, I'm more so like, let's have a conversation about it. Um, Come from a more civilized state. Let's have a conversation, come to an agreement, whatever that may be. And I think arguments never lead lead to anything positive. I think it more so exacerbates whatever issues you guys are experiencing. I feel like, Julia, it's funny that you said uh, like a two, three hour window. Me personally, I do. I'm a firm believer that I feel like women are better. Y'all are just better communicators. So y'all be having y'all points. Like whenever like a situation comes up, y'all be having y'all points ready. So I can't go into no, I, I'm not going into court without my facts and my evidence. I'm not going into court without Nah, nah, because I could, I, I swear I could be right in a situation, but if I talk about it immediately, I'll leave that joint losing. I lose the game, <laughs> and now I'm tight because it's like, yo, I couldn't even get my point. I couldn't get my shit off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Makes, I, have to gather my, I have to gather my thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Be able to express my thoughts in a clear way where it's like, because I start getting frustrated. Let's say we have a conversation immediately, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I know where I'm coming from, but y'all so like, you know what I'm saying? Well-developed. Yeah, I'm already outlined. It's outlined. Yeah, y'all got that outline. It's all pretty. <laughs> my notes is all mad all over the place. And I'm like, damn, like, I couldn't even get this off. I couldn't get this off. So I need that time. But, um. I don't know. I think like a if you give me a two three hour window, shit. Yeah. I'm Is that not go. enough time? I might start fumbling because I got a timeline. I'm like, oh, I got this presentation by this time. Like, <laughs> Do you think that's how they think about it? I'm screaming. No, I swear. Like, I think for me, if I get that pressure, like, okay, we go talk about it at two o'clock. It's noon right now. I'm like, oh shit, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna put more pressure. Like, I think just we don't gotta necessarily drag it out to you know a whole day or two days or whatever. i think that's excessive but see also the reason why i okay so for starters one of the reasons why i like talking about things in the in the moment because it's a, it's a difference between talking to someone in a moment and arguing or talking in the moment just want to have a regular conversation yeah. i don't present day i don't like to talk in the moment and argue because like if i feel like i'm very upset about something i definitely say i need a moment right. to you know because i'm angry yeah. right now so if I'm angry, I'm not going to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, you can't talk from a place of anger. But if no one is angry and it's only, I guess I would say, confusion and a disconnect, right. I think that can be talked about right now because no one's upset. It's just very much confusion, displeasement, you know, all that stuff. So, but sometimes I feel like for men, if you give them more time, they're over it. And they don't want to have the conversation mm, anymore. That's a good point. And I'm not, and, I, and then when I bring it back up, you're like, well, I'm off of it. I'm still on I gave you the time that you needed, and now you don't even want to talk no more. No, that's, no, no. Not okay. that's that's a little that's a little off. Like being like, now nah, I'm over it. We don't even like we not have that. I feel like I feel like that's I see where you're coming from. Yeah, and I feel like that happens with y'all because y'all can move on from things quicker sometimes than we can. Depending on what the situation is. Depending on what it is, if it was about us being hurt, you and we're probably wrong by you. You'll be okay with letting it, you know, suffice into another or because you don't really want to be in the hot seat. Yeah, I mean. And I feel like that's what that's the whole importance of communication because it's just like, yo, I'm a huge like you know person like yo fairness. You know what I'm saying? If you the one that felt like you were wrong, 
I don't think it's my place to say like, yo, we're not having a conversation. Cause I think okay, that's, that's respectable. Yeah. I do want to hear your, your point and not, let's come, let's come to some type of agreement. And like you saying, like, yo, coming from a place of growth, you know, you kind of got to realize like, yo, you weren't always the best person or like, you know, the best you in past situations or whatever. But like, yeah, I think as I grow older, like it's like, yeah, like if you come into me, like, yo, I was wronged or this, whatever you did made me feel unhappy in this way. I can't tell you now, nah, let's just dismiss it. It ain't happening. You can't do that. You can't sweep it under the rug. But likewise, what Taylor was talking about earlier, like taking accountability. I don't want to go through that either. Like, yo, like, you know what I mean? You just laughing or you just smiling. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think the conversation doesn't occur. Does that make y'all upset? Like actually upset when we, when we don't take accountability for? I'm tight. I'm tight. Like, no, <laughs> I'm sick. Like, nah, you better take accountability. And you know, do you think, I think, honestly, I think for women that take accountability, I don't want to like, misspeak for all women but I think sometimes to me it's like women do a a great job showing when they hurt as heck like you will see it in their actions you might see it on their face you know just how they move everything changes when they feel so wrong by the man they love or care about or whatever but I think men do a great job of like keeping composure so I feel like sometimes we don't take y'all seriously when y'all feel like y'all hurt because we can't see your hurt and we showcase our hurt to you, to everybody else. We're like, oh, he has to be fine because he ain't really showing that he actually like feels like hurt of the fact that we don't really take ownership. So like, I think that could be a part of the reason why we just be like, because we feel like it's okay because you don't give us what we give you. So I don't know if we actually take it all the way seriously, which is like, dang, y'all really don't like it. But it's like, I am a visual person. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, because a nigga ain't crying. <laughs> I don't know. It's horrible. But like, this is making me think about all these things because yeah. you said like, you really be tight. And maybe that's why dudes be like, yo, all right, like, nah, it's, I'm over it. Like, maybe we figured out something. Maybe that's why dudes be like, yo, we over it. Like, don't worry about it. You felt like he was wrong. Nah, like, I don't want to talk about it. This is funny though. This is like... This is like eye-opening to like sometimes for a lot of people and probably myself why relationships fail. No, for it's sure. Like, it's so many, it's so many things going on on one side and the other. It's just so many disconnects that it's just I and mean, then like they they're so small but they're so large at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And you really realize it when it's over. Over eat like damn, like had I said this, she probably would have been more secure in this manner. Had she said this. He probably wouldn't have been tight and went off the deep end. And you know, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, like nah, it's really like that. When you reflect on things afterwards, yeah, you realize a lot. And I think communication is the source of all that. Yeah, and I also think it's important to know your partner's communication style. So you need to know, like, early on, if they like taking a minute or if they like talking right then and now. Because say you're a person that likes to take a minute, but your partner wants to talk right then and now. Mm-hmm. So you might not have much to say because usually you like to take your time and you need a minute. So to them, it looks like you don't care or you're shutting down when really you just need a minute. You know, so I think just understanding how they like to communicate pretty on will help the relationship. For your listeners, how early on should that conversation happen? Like when y'all dating, like when y'all talking, when y'all girlfriend and boyfriend at the onset, like when should that conversation be happening? I think it's different for different people. Like, 
the progression, I think you just got to feel like the progression of the, in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think it needs to be talked about before you are in a relationship with the person for sure. But when before that, I think it depends on the situation. So you just ask a woman, like, so what's your argument style? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask you thing. <laughs> like, you know, so like, when you be mad, you be mad, mad, or like, so if we get into are we doing this now, or it's like a later thing? Like, I didn't even know now. We- I think honestly, I think I actually got that before that I was like, we was like chatting or whatever. I don't know what we were talking about. Like it was, but like. I guess for me, I see loopholes in conversations. So we talking about something, maybe you, you get, you're talking about something from your childhood and like, you was like, I got real mad some. And then, you know, maybe you can slip in some like, oh, like, so like, you know, how do you deal with like, you know, not making it like an interview style question, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like, if, if a situation and a conversation presents itself and it's an easy transition and to try to get to know more about how that person handles conflict or X, Y, and Z. I think that if it's a natural way, you can. Because for me, when I asked him, it wasn't like, oh, so I got my list out and I was like checking off stuff. But like whatever he said, I was like, oh, like so. And I don't even think that I asked him like a verbatim question. I was like, oh, so you must be the type of person who like not liking to talk and like thinking things through. And then that's how we got on the conversation because it could have been something about his past relationship or something. So I just led with it there. So it didn't seem like force. So that's what I would do. That's what I usually do when I'm paying attention to a conversation. I'm able to navigate my next question. Do you think it's important to witness, like not necessarily ask them? Because I know you asked them, you know what I'm saying? He might give you an answer that he may think that you want to hear. You know, you know what? Do you think mm-hmm. it's important to witness the way a person responds to like being angry in a situation before y'all hop in a relationship with them? I... I wouldn't say I wouldn't say before I hop into a relationship with them because I would say that honestly I think at different stages you see different things. Yeah. And I don't think that sometimes like because I I'm not with the whole like you talk to them for three months and then y'all should be together and then like it's a timeline person like I feel like things happen on people's own timeline like I'm not gonna knock what spiciness y'all relationship got what understanding y'all got to you know make y'all want to move to the next level whenever y'all want to do it but I will say that if I didn't see you get upset while we were talking I'm not going to say I don't want to be with you until then because I feel like that's something that we'll probably see because we face different obstacles now as a couple yeah you face different obstacles when you're married like every stage is a different obstacle so I think sometimes then you have to realize if you see that behavior and it's not what is to your liking I think that's that's where a new conversation to come into place I don't think you should leave it unchecked if it's definitely negative, I think you should be like, hey, like, you know, I'm not used to this type of com- communication style. I don't think this is healthy. And I think for the betterment of this relationship, this is how things should go. I think if the person agrees to fixing it and they continuously don't, I think that that leaves you with the room to be like, I no longer want to be a part of this because I keep trying with you and you don't want to work with me on fixing this. Right. So now you're not showing me that you are invested in this because you don't want to change your behavior. Yeah, I think it's definitely important to see that before getting married, but I wouldn't say... Oh, yeah, before yeah. getting married, for oh, sure. Yeah, oh, we not going through, no, I've never seen you nah, argue. No, yeah. no man, Pam, that's, that's it, no. That don't even sound natural. That, that ain't even... How did we date this entire time and I never saw you upset? I don't know, maybe like when you older, you single, say you like 35, so now would you date somebody for like... Not saying, but like what if you were just dating somebody for like a year, a year plus before getting married? You never really seen them really, really upset. Y'all might have had like little fights, but like nothing full blown. 
What is really, really upset? Because honestly, Taylor, you know me, and I used to be like <laughs> upset, like upset, like I was a crazy person. And when I say crazy person, I'm not talking about like. <laughs> I'm not saying like as the people that you know actually are like really going through something but like just in a sense like I really didn't know how to handle my emotions I was very like if I felt some way like I was acting out and I and that wasn't appropriate so like you know just like I said saying crazy things wanted to act like do physical harm that never hurt anybody but like <laughs> that's what I wanted to do when I'm like they feel very like upset but I've come to a place where you shouldn't allow yourself, like somebody's actions towards you to conduct how you move. And I feel like no one can really get me to a space of being that angry. So like when, when people say, if they haven't seen you that angry, what angry are we talking about? Because no one will ever see me at the angry that I used to be because that was me having no self-control and yada, yada, yada. So I don't think you should be seeing that. Now, me really upset, that's different. I think people know how to control themselves sometimes as far as being when anger is concerned. So is that really a valid statement? Like, should I see you cursing people out and hitting the wall? Like, I hope I never see you do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope so. But some people are still 30-something years old doing that at the same... Like, everybody still doesn't have self-control. I feel like I will be able to see that before because I think that being in a relationship with me, we probably go through things because nobody's perfect. I'm just saying, like, if it's like a shorter span of dating or in a relationship because you're older maybe you want to get married maybe you don't like the honeymoon phase lasts for a certain amount of time right yeah. and then maybe a little after that he pops the question so now you're still kind of going through those happy stages so you don't have possibly that big falling out or like mm -hmm. a huge disagreement so you might not really see what it's like I think you got to see the person that you're interested in or marrying you got to see them in all four seasons yeah like, for sure. You got to see all those emotions. But if I feel like you're 35. That is a flag Trigger for warning. your own inner thing. Because if you feel like you're 35 and you don't really, if you're glossing over, like, flaws or you don't want to see them in a state, I feel like Settle that's it. you yeah. saying that, yeah, you're settling. Yeah, so yeah I like, feel I'm like, trying to hurry up and get in a relationship. That's not right. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. And I know people who do that, though. For sure. None of us here at 35, but you can't tell me that a woman in their mid-30s, they see a single man. Um, men probably do it, too. You know, a single man in their 30s, they look at each other and go, okay, you got everything going for you. Why are you single? Clearly, there's something wrong with you. So at that point, you kind of got to start settling, I'm assuming, because that thought of why are you still single is going to go through their head. You're mid-30s and you're, you've never been married and you don't have any ties. Like That, that question is going to come up in, some, in your head. Why are you still single? I've seen women ask that. When I used to be a bartender, I've seen women ask men on, at the bar, why are you single? There must be something wrong with you. I feel like women ask that when they feel some type of connection with you and they seem that you're probably they they believe that you're amazing and they're just probably like how in the heck are you still single because it's just like I know other women probably feel the same because I know when I ask dudes like something like that I'm I nine times out of ten asking because I find them very suiting probably for me and I'm just like I'm pretty sure other women feel the same so what's what's the problem here I honestly think that some people are just still single because I feel like it's not a I honestly, I feel like it's not, it's so, because social, I think social media has a big role to play in this, honestly, because I think the the ease of access, I think people believe that they don't need to make relationships work because they can go grab another one. 
like you just picking it like tinder you just swiping i get to choose my mate like how fun is this it didn't work i'll just find another one but you have to realize when you get to a certain level of trying to be deep and you know intentional and then when you really have to be vulnerable and that's a state that some men and women don't want to tap into you realize that you're still single but i feel like unless you like consider yourself and own the reason why you can't seem to make uh intentional steps to be serious with someone then you still have things to figure out with yourself like i i don't i think it's people out here but it's the selection of people that think it's more selection of people nobody wants to be serious no more yeah mm-hmm. i think i think people want to be serious but exactly what you said like it's like all right well this relationship fucked up it's it's just so easy for me to just you know go on my phone and swipe left swipe right whatever whatever and find a new partner so like that small issue that could have been resolved potentially you know through proper communication it goes yep. unresolved because it's like yo you know what let me hop on ig real quick let me start scrolling or let me hop on tinder whatever whatever Ooh, i'm so glad you said that social media and relationships are a no-no i for my last few relationships and then people probably say i'm toxic for this i used to not follow my significant others on social media and vice versa because i feel like that just creates drama because you think somebody subtweeting social media as a whole i, I think is a should be removed from relationships if you talking to somebody that's one thing once you become once i would get together i'm removing your ass from all social media platforms, maybe not Facebook, but oh no, Carlos, I think you are being literally. It sounds insane. like you're hiding something. Yeah, that no. sounds like a definite hide. Are you kidding nah. me? If my man said we wasn't following each other on social media, that don't make no sense. It, he wouldn't even say it. He wouldn't even say it. <laughs> he wouldn't say it. I would look at him like he was crazy because how dare you remove me? I feel like Carlos. I feel like. I don't need to be talking to my significant other 24-7. Like, we grown, we doing stuff, we working, we making moves. Like, I'm going to hit with you at the end of the night. Like, or in the middle of the day, like, we'll touch base, but I'm not in 10th grade. I'm not texting you all day. Like, I, I don't, I can't multitask like that. Like, call me if you want to talk about some immediate checkup, say I love you, that's cool. But we grown adults now. We can't be doing all that social media thingy thing, 24, texting. No. I. That's my caveat then. I'll change my statement a tiny bit if you're doing that 24 7 things then that's why i said no to the social media because i'm already okay. texting you and you're responding to my, my story too it's like i can't do both <laughs> that's true that's true i feel you but let's go ahead and stop it right here and i'm gonna get you all back next week to finish our convo on communication and then we'll get into popular phrases of i'm not looking for a relationship going with the flow and of course we need to discuss ghosting so everyone go ahead and tune in next week to hear the hot takes on these topics. Also, go ahead and follow the Instagram page at Chauncey Something Pod. And go ahead and check out the website at www.chaunceysomething.com. I'll see you all next week. Peace. You said that we can't make it. I'm pissed, girl, I can't take it. My friends ask me if I'm straight. I said I'm good, I flake it. The distance where I hate it, but you claiming that it's needed. So I focus on my art. That's the one thing I believe in. Now I'm over you. A different season in my life. More focused on loving me. Yeah, I turned my wrongs to rights. Yeah, I fought my inner demons. I found purpose. I found reason. I found I ain't even need you. I found me was all I needed. It's okay to feel and how we all go through our seasons. I found listening to yourself because you're in the selfish genius. Found them laws of attraction. So I'm selling out arenas through it all, girl. I'm still here if you need me.